The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings and salutations, uh, one and all. This is the aforementioned Tony Lightfoot, and uh, this is the TWBC podcast. And uh, great to have you on board uh, once again in rather uh, turbulent times. Uh, we've uh, we've just had uh, the uh, just had the Moomba Masters uh, come and by. Uh, we've uh, we've had a whole bunch of uh, stuff uh, going on in the world of geopolitics and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the uh, the guest that I have on today is a rather interesting subject. Uh, she's uh, she's really taken the uh, uh, the event of women's slalom skiing uh, by storm by storm over the the last few seasons, uh, having having been a relative latecomer to the sport. So uh, with that, uh, we will introduce uh, the one and only Ali Garcia. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on today. Not a problem, not a problem at all. So, uh, season just around the corner. Uh, no doubt, you'll be eyeing up uh, one or two uh, tournaments at the uh, the beginning of the season. Maybe, maybe going to Europe, uh, possibly again. Uh, how's how's the how's the planning going for that? Um, it's good. It's really exciting. I think this is the first time in my career that there's been like kind of a pro tour in Europe. Um, I've obviously heard so much about it from the other pros back when they got to do it. Uh, I never thought it was something that I get to experience. So planning it out is extremely exciting for sure. All right then. So, but uh, in in ter- in terms of what you typically do during during your existence, you know, I mean, I mean, you're I mean, you're a, you're a high echelon uh, women's uh, slalomer, but uh, you're also a college student as well, uh, uh, attending the university University of Louisiana at Lafayette, my alma mater. I'll throw that one out there just to make sure that if there's any hint of bias uh, in my voice or anything like that, it's uh, well documented. But uh, how's things going on there? there? I believe uh, you you're in you're into your sophomore year or something like that. Yes, um, it's great. We're just kind of kicking off, getting ready for our first spring tournament here in a couple weeks, uh, getting ready to host our own tournament, uh, Florida Ski. So that's pretty exciting. Everybody, we've had a lot of momentum. Last fall, we won our eighth national title, and it was our back-to-back national title. Um, so we're just recruiting super hard, getting ready for the next fall, and enjoying our kind of break semester i guess spring is a little bit calmer for collegiate athletes and obviously recruit recruiting hard because because one of the uh the, the top women's slam skiers in the world jamie ball uh graduates uh in in may so uh, she's she's gonna be a uh quite a quite a notable uh omission from uh from next year's uh raging cajun team but uh you you've you've gotten to ski with her quite a bit not only in florida but also in louisiana how how's that worked out uh, between the two of you Oh, it's been, I mean, it's been great. I've looked up to Jamie for quite a few years. I've known her since I was maybe 12 years old. Um, and 
I think that she's an amazing athlete and there's so much you can learn from her. Uh, just the way that she trains, the way that she carries herself, the way that she views water skiing is really impressive. So I definitely enjoy every moment I kind of get to watch her and see how she handles the sport. Yes, indeed. Uh, certainly one of the greats out there and uh, no, uh, truly, uh, truly a, a great, uh, great world championship in that uh, in, in that tournament last season in uh, uh, in Central Florida, the Lake County IWWF World Water Ski Championships, and uh, I mean, I, I was I was privileged to be a part of that tournament, and and I think I think you skied in that one as well, didn't you? Yes, I did. There was quite a few Cajuns there, actually. Yes, indeed. So uh, uh, moving on from that season, we're now getting ready for the season that is uh, twenty twenty two. Uh, I've seen I've seen a Facebook post, Instagram post, and what have you of you out out at Airport Lake, uh, just trying to get uh, situated uh, for the season to come. So uh, that's uh, how's how's that shaping up? Is there any any uh, any signs of improvements even at this early stage of the season, or are you, or are you just trying to pace yourself a little bit before the majority of tournaments come around? Um, I've been skiing pretty much as much as I can. It's a little hard with the weather up here in the spring. We do have our fair share of wind and cold snaps, but I think this part of the year is actually my favorite time of the year to ski. I I think it's awesome because you just get to go out. It's cold. It's windy. Maybe you don't have high expectations and you just really work on technique. So I'd say that I've been able to improve a few things technically in my gait here and there and hopefully be able to imply that apply them throughout the season and they'll benefit me a little bit okay so what kind of tournaments are you targeting this season i mean the uh, uh, the major one that uh, that kicks off uh, things in the northern hemisphere is the swiss pro slalom uh, I, I, I think you're probably down to skiing that aren't you yes i believe i've entered it's a bit of a tight one because it is actually the weekend before finals week Ooh. here in louisiana so I'll probably be hiding out somewhere studying during the tournament, but I, I'm definitely, my goal is to make it down there and open up my season at Swiss, which is a great lake to open up your year, I'd say. Yeah, certainly one of the, uh, certainly one of the great slalom tournaments uh, to, uh, to kick off uh, the season, the, uh, the Swiss Pro Slalom, which will be webcasted uh, once again by TWBC. Got to throw that one out there, of course. But, uh, but, from, but from there on in, are you involved in, uh, in the Masters qualifiers at all? Yes, uh, I'm hoping to go to all three. Obviously, the second one is just in my neighborhood at Drew Ross's Ski School. So that's a pretty easy 200-meter walk. <laughs> but I would like to go to all of them and give it my best shot, hopefully. I was, I think, uh, a quarter buoy off qualifying last year, which surprised me and I believe everybody watching. So <laughs> I'd like to give it another shot this year. And you really have been a surprising package to uh, to a lot of, to a lot of uh, competitors and a lot of those uh, spectators that uh, that continue to monitor the situation in women's slalom, which has grown in leaps and bounds, because because when when your older your older brother Taylor Garcia started really really coming coming into his own and started to uh, to really put out some results that were absolutely stunning. You weren't really in the picture, and then, then a few years down the road, you decided, okay, I want in on this game. So, kind of, kind of, give us a little bit of a background as to how that, uh, how how that uh, came about. Yeah, um, it's a pretty unique story, I'd say. My brother and I were both snow ski racers originally, 
Um, and he qualified for his first junior worlds and we moved to Florida to train. And I actually uh, wanted absolutely nothing to do with the sport. I hated water skiing with a passion and refused to start. And then I think I was like 13 maybe. And I went to my dad and I was like, I just really want to qualify for junior Moomba. And he was like, Allie, you're like two passes off. Like you don't ski. I was like, I don't care. Like I want to go. So <laughs> at that point in time, I just, I decided to get really into it. And my, my whole family was really supportive. My brother was excited. I think he was really happy. It was slalom. He never wanted me to jump. He was a bit nervous uh, about my coordination in the air, but no, it was, it was really an, a turning point. And from that point on, I just became so driven. And I think growing up so close to Neely Ross and Pedrini and Brooke Baldwin, I, I saw just so much excellence and I saw how they trained and I just I followed suit and I put everything I had into it and I I'm still I, I still view myself as on the outskirts of pro skiing like every once in a while I pop in there but I I still have so far to go and I'm I'm really excited for the journey of it especially because my brother and I kind of get to do it together and we're in the same group and the same experiences and traveling and I think that's really special certainly and it certainly helps to surround yourself with uh with those skiers that you that you severely name dropped i mean the <laughs> i mean neely ross and uh and and the like there are training down there around around the hours of uh, lake hancock uh but i mean so i mean so far as so far as your family involvement, I mean, obviously they're they're a they're a huge huge support system uh, for you going forwards, and 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 I mean, and I mean from what you said, I mean your father really gave you a big old reality check in terms <laughs> of of how much of an uphill struggle it would be to to be where you were to where you want to be right now going for going forwards you know so i mean just just give us a give us an idea of 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 how much their involvement has really driven you as at as as an athlete i think i mean i my parents are obviously i think every one of us can say our parents are the reason that we are where we are in the sport. Um, I think I've been especially grateful for how my parents do it. You know, my mom and my dad, they always said, like, we'll give you the tools, but you have to make the decision to to push and to work and to show up every day. And we're not going to push you because they didn't believe that you could succeed if it wasn't your decision to. And I, I mean, I fully agree with that. I think that it was one of the beautiful things is like, I always had them 100% behind me. I still call my dad sometimes when I go to the lake up here and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should ski again. And he's, I mean, he's always going to be my support system. And my mom is, as you know, a very hard worker at most pro tournaments. So she's always up there in the scoring booth and texting me and updating me on the scores and comforting me and supporting me in my training. I think that they've done so much and it's i'm really grateful for it all right then and i'm sure your mother's probably probably recovering right now from a from a long flight back from the Moomba masters where she was the the scorer in that but in that particular tournament so let's let's look a little forward uh beyond uh beyond swiss pro because you've got uh swiss pro the the qualifiers if you make it past that uh, uh and skiing the masters then you're in that 
but then but then there's a there's a there's a little bit of a gap so far as the next tournament goes and I'm and I'm guessing that you that your next real challenge potentially is the San Gervasio Pro Slalom which you traveled to last season and you and you knew you, uh, you competed in that competition but what I noticed was was that it was probably one of your first trips outside of the United States where you basically traveled alone and 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 I mean, it it pro it pro- probably was was a bit a bit of a shock to the system because most most trips you've taken outside the United States have been with the family, right? Yes, it was definitely a, a bit of a startling experience. I had a lot of travel issues actually getting to Italy um, with canceled flights and uh, trying to make it through a train station where I understood none of the signs. Uh, it was scary. I definitely called my parents a lot <laughs> on the verge of tears. Didn't cry, but got there. Um, but it was really, I mean, it was so cool. And I think what's really awesome about our sport is that it's so tight knit and everybody's so supportive. So I landed and Thomas DeGasby picked me up and took care of me and then handed me off to Chelsea Mills, who helped me get around and because I'm not old enough to rent a car. So <laughs> there was a lot of people. Uh, Mario Pagosi helped me get around a fair bit. So I think it was definitely a shocking experience, but I'm very grateful for the community we have in the sport. It made it much easier. Indeed, indeed. And certainly, I mean, you've got, I mean, last season, because of the pandemic and a lot of other stuff that uh, that was taking place around about that time, there weren't nearly as many tournaments last season as there's going to potentially be this season. I've already mentioned San Gervasio in the first weekend of July. But then there's a tournament, there's a slalom tournament in Greece. There's, there's potentially one up in Norway. There's there there's a, an intriguing tournament that's going to take place in great britain which is a, which is a side-by-side slalom skiing with with that one so you you could potentially be i mean if you wanted to attend those tournaments you could be out of the country for for close for close to a, to a month that that's going to be an experience to savor i would imagine yes i we've been starting to plan it and look into flights and I mean, I just, I can't even believe that we're all getting this opportunity. I'm so grateful that there's uh, tournament sites in Europe willing to host us, especially because of everything going on. And I think it's going to be a, a, a crazy experience. And I think that it's really awesome with you guys broadcasting so many of these events that I think it's going to bring a lot of people into the trip with us and show them what a, a real pro tour kind of looks like. And I think it's really exciting to have that back in our sport. All right then. So going into the season, you obviously have expectations of where you want to finish up in in terms of of the pro tour, or and and maybe a score that you probably want to uh, to get towards. Maybe something into I don't know, maybe thirty nine and a half off, or, uh, or deep deep into that pass uh, might not. Uh, might not be too out, be may may not be too far outside of their expectations. So, so to answer both of those aspects, what do you ex? What do you, how how high do you reckon do you, do you reckon you'll be in terms of the pro tour? Uh, the standings come come season's end. Oh, I honestly have no idea. There is, I feel like the women's field has become so deep lately. With there's so many girls my age coming in, and so many. Um, women coming back uh, like Vanessa and 
I, we've seen Karen True Love so much on the tour. Just, I mean, absolutely killing it. It'll be, it'll be a close one. I'd really hope to finish top 10. I'd say that was that was a goal of mine. I have quite a few goals, like score-wise. I obviously would like to try to get a bit deeper down uh, 39 off. But I'm, I think this year, the goals I've kind of set for myself, being my first year really going to pro tournaments, is I, I want to achieve more consistency and I want to learn something every tournament to just push myself forward. Yeah, that's uh, that, those sound uh, pretty uh, pretty pretty reasonable, uh, pretty pretty doable uh, so far as so far as what I've seen seen of you slaloming is uh, is concerned. All right, so continuing on the uh, the conversation, uh, just learnt that uh, what what is your what is your uh, major in uh, college right now? Um, it is political science with a focus in pre law. Wow. Okay, that I, I guess the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Then I, I, I take it. No, definitely a family full of lawyers. <laughs> yes, and your and your and your brother actually is in law school right now, from what I can from what I can uh, tell you. Yes, yeah, he just it started this fall uh, at law in law school in Orlando, and he's really enjoying it and kind of telling me what to expect and stuff. So it's nice to follow his suit. Excellent stuff. So. All right then. What we'll do is uh, is uh, is we'll kind of wrap up uh, the uh, the podcaster for the time being. I certainly thank you for uh, being a participant in this edition of the TWBC podcast, and I certainly wish you the very best of luck, uh, not only in the pro tournaments coming up, but also in the tournament uh, at uh, at Airport Lake in two weeks' time. The the fleur de ski, which uh, which I'm sure that you'll have uh, a heavy hand in in terms of uh, of organising. But what I typically uh, give our guests uh, the TWBC podcast an opportunity to say is thanks and acknowledgements to their support systems uh, so on and so forth so here's that opportunity oh okay um I mean we've obviously thanked my parents quite a bit but I it, you can never thank parents enough when it comes to our sport uh I'd like to thank John Travers um he's been helping me so much Matteo Luzeri for helping me keep my head on straight definitely a big role model and to my team up here in Lafayette definitely a really awesome support system excellent stuff and that was Ali Garcia and this has been the TWD TWBC podcast uh, so uh, uh, with my customary uh, outgoing greeting I shall say a ciao for now and uh, be sure to uh, to check in on the TWBC podcast next time thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.